0: Aloha, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dose Knows. I hope you guys have all had a great week. I know I have um, just cruising here on the Big Island for a little while. Then I got anxious and I had to leave. I know we said we were going to keep this all local for the month on the Big Island. But, hey, you know, when it hits you, you got to go. I jumped on a plane, went to Maui, and did a great podcast with Niccolo Porcella. You guys probably remember him. From that horrific wipeout at Chopu last year, yeah. Well, this guy's got so much going on in his life. He's just releasing a new video out called Elements, and it's pretty radical. You can go onto my website and check it out, or my social media. And this guy's got some cool stuff going on. He's probably one of the most extreme athletes in the world, you know, from from the big wave surfing to you know, uh, kiteboarding, windsurfing. Base jumping, cliff diving, all the way to the wingsuits. Yeah, the guy flies. He's Superman. So you definitely want to check out this podcast. He's got some really cool stuff to talk about. But before we get started, just a little event notice coming up here. The guest we had on a couple of weeks ago, Cassie White. She's doing her art show with her brother, Dylan Lucas, at Kona Coffee and Tea. That's this Friday, May 20th from 6 to 9. They're going to have live music. I will be down there. You can see my beautiful face. And uh, they're going to have poo-poos and some cocktails. So come check them out. I'm not going to miss it. So I'm going to be there. I hope to see you all there. Now let's get this thing going. Everybody knows goes If you don't know, now you don't Everybody knows those now. Everybody knows those now. Everybody knows those now. Everybody knows those And if you don't know, now you do know. Hey, Nicolo, what's
1: up? Yeah, Welcome to does. the show. Uh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, Matt Miola last night, he's like, dude, let's get Nicolo on the show. He's got so many cool things. And you, my friend, are just, God. You're like the most extreme athlete I've ever met in my entire life. You know, I've got some amazing, amazing friends. But you pretty much cover every single aspect of extreme athletes from uh, kiteboarding, windsurfing. uh, Just think of Point Break, that new movie where they're in the wingsuits and everything. That's you. (laughs) They pretty much built this movie around you. Uh, what's going on here? We're we're at your place. We're here in Maui in Haiku. It's a beautiful, beautiful roundhouse. Stream running through it. You know, just killer jungle vibe all around here, dude. You're living the life. Living the life. I am uh, living the life. Yeah,
1: I'm uh very very blessed. I'm pretty much living a little dream
0: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're born in Maui, raised over in. Italy. In
1: Sardinia. I was, I was born in, uh, in Maui, water birth, and then two weeks after I was born, mom and dad were like, Frick, uh, we want to go back back home to Sardinia, which is an island in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. It's part of Italy, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like Hawaii of, of the U.S. There, it's like the Hawaii of Italy. And, um, and yeah, it's a beautiful island. I grew up there for the first 12 and a half years. And then moved back to Maui, uh, yeah, when I was almost thirteen, and pretty much been been based here for the winters, and then I, you know, I travel throughout the year, mainly in the summer.
0: Right. Well, I see your bags all
1: packed right now. Where are you going? So right now I'm actually going to Utah for three days. The 29th, I have actually a public motivational speech for a Fortune 500 company. Oh wow! Yeah. It's uh, for Bluehost. I'm going over there for three days and then I'm going to go to Seattle to do some wingsuit training with Squirrel. I just signed Squirrel as like pretty much the leading company for wingsuit flying. Wow. And uh, so I'm going to go do some training uh, before I go base jumping in Switzerland in in Lauterbrunnen, which is in Switzerland. And um, yeah, I'm going to be doing two weeks of uh, wingsuit base jump. And uh, then I get to Sardinia the 7th uh, of June and I'm going to Basically, uh, see my family and my friends uh, over there for a couple weeks. I mean, I'm going to be doing some work over there as well, but mainly a little vacation let's right. that way. Right, <laughs> my life is a vacation. But over there, I'm actually not going to be doing much. That enjoying the family, and then it's just the whole Euro tour: Norway, and France, and uh, yeah, this this summer there's definitely going to be a lot of wingsuit flying, a bit of kiting, and then uh, let's see. I'm I definitely want to go back to Tahiti, Fiji. Indo, Micronesia, those are the dream location that I would like to go right, to this summer. Right, And um, and then we'll see as it plays off. But back to Maui in October.
0: Now, you've had an incredible year. You know, uh, a lot of people don't know you, but they're getting to know you. <laughs> you've got uh, an amazing movie that is coming out right now. A video clip or, or what just, is it? Explain it to me.
1: Yeah, well, I just put out a, a showreel that I called Elements. Mm-hmm. That it's uh, it's been a long time longtime long-time uh, dream. Uh, it's, I feel like I've been working on it for the last eight years, and I just finally kind of like put it out there. But the, what I've been working on this last three years is this TV show called Lift Off mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out the 28th uh, in outside TV. It's already airing in Europe and inside TV and some other different channels. But um, it's basically Yoki Summer, which is a wingsuit. And is, he's one of the best wingsuit proximity flyers. Mm-hmm. And myself, where we're exchanging sport. I got to meet him three years ago. Uh, yeah, three years ago in uh, Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were both uh, starring in this movie called Pushing the Limits. And it was about extreme sports. And he was the wingsuit guy. And I was doing cliff diving and kiting and surfing big waves. And anyway, we became friends right away right and uh connected and we're like hey you know I've, I've been skydiving and wingsuit flying and my dream is to do some terrain wingsuit base jumping you know yeah. and he's like dude i've been surfing for a couple of years and like frick, my dream is to i ride some big waves i'm like dude i'm your boy right here right you know, i can train you and show you the ropes and make your dream come true do you want to help me out on the eyes like dude deal let's do it and we've been in touch uh you know for six months and then Sure enough, we met this producer in uh, in LA that uh, that was like, "Dude, I want to do a TV show from for you guys." He's works for the go big project, and uh, so the last three years we've been flying around the world and exchanging passion and pretty much having a blast. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, people really got to know you this year with a couple of events <laughs> yeah. that kind of uh, changed your life. I think you know, yeah. um, one of them happened in Tahiti at Chopu. Uh, you actually, I think you won the Wipeout of the Year. I Because it, it has been called the gnarliest wipeout ever. Ever. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? What happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a... Uh,
0: and understand, we're going to be showing this clip. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're going to show Element. We're going to... Elements, right?
1: Yeah, Elements.
0: And we're going to link it to the website so everybody can see just what you're all about, you know, and, and how... You're just so passionate living in your life. I love the ending of the. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is, but the ending is one of my favorite parts.
1: That's awesome. Just I'm the adrenaline up. rush. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. That was a, that was the first flight. That was the dream come true. That's why I was like tripping out. Yeah, you know, well, was, don't tell anybody. Okay, I won't. They're going to have anybody. to watch I won't it. Tell They're going to watch it. <laughs> but so. um, yeah, Tahiti. That was. You know, I remember seeing the picture of uh, Laird in uh, I think it was 2000 2001, uh-huh. and I was like, you know. Back then, I was like, "Fuck, dude, how sick is this?" Like, you know, one day I'll get there. You know, one yeah. day, you know. And but this it's is your ha-
0: first trip to Tahiti, too, right? First
1: t- trip to Tahiti. Never even got to see it break small. First day, first wave, Jeez. the nutsus a- a slab. Like, what? It was, it was fucking huge. It was. It was not. It, not only was it really big, more than anything, it was super west. Right, so a lot of times you see Chopo with like nice open barrel that you you know it's like it doesn't bend as much Mm -hmm. it's just nice that day it was just like full on horseshoe and for me honestly it was nothing I've ever got to experience close I mean like yeah I got to 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 ride some backside barrels in Indonesia kiting and stuff like that but honestly i haven't had much experience in riding really backside slabby waves you know that right. was just straight into the are you ready to charge or are you ready to charge
0: right i'm ready into to the charge. most dangerous <laughs> wave on the planet
1: a lot of people have been calling it that i mean i there's a lot of dangerous wave but that one is pretty i have so much respect for that place it was yeah. a, it was really pretty insane that uh that was uh, actually my fifth wave and um
0: you were towing in on that i was towing
1: in that day uh that day there was no paddling for me it was like you know i was just kind of going for the bombs and um yeah that 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 was my fifth wave and it was like uh we were kind of like waiting for a bit and we're like hey let's just wait for a bomb you know i see that there's some bigger sets how were you doing
0: on those first four waves
1: the first wave was the one that i actually got that super nuts barrel but right. then when i came i mean for me it was just like whoa right the wave was sucking up and bending up it was just like frick i was holding on
0: you know what i mean just well, like, well you see that wave and it sucks below the reef what's it like being in that trough i mean it's like uh it's insane you, you have to stay down low on that right
1: yeah i mean i was definitely staying down low as much as i could you know and having to stop with my right hand instead of my just left right. hand. It's like, rather the other way around. Usually, you're, like, stalling and grabbing the lip there. It was, like, ah, just holding on with the other one not to freaking go over. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was pretty insane. I mean, the visuals and the, the speed and that that whole day, it was, like, literally, like I was freaking tripping out. Like, I was high on something, you know, right. and I wasn't, you know, I was as sober as I could be, but it was just, like, very special. You know, I think that there's those pinnacle moments in life where it's just, that's the beauty, that's the best drug in, in, in life is doing what you love mm-hmm. and what you've been dreaming about and working for so hard. And then those moments happen and they happen so quick. And yeah, that day was just like, I can't believe I'm over here with all these people that I've, you know, looked up to. And, yeah. and oh know, that's Jamie O'Brien right there. You know, cha- you know, sh- how, how, who are you, how do you hollering, ho- hollering at me. And you know, I was yeah. like, ah! <laughs> and I was just like, I can't believe I'm over here. And it's, I'm, this is happening. Dude. This is freaking happening. And yeah, the first wave was just the nutsest thing I ever rode. You know, and uh, right, frick, right as I came out, the thing bent even more and it was just like caught me off guard. And it was my Piaji 6.0 board uh-huh. and, um, you know, a bit flatter rocker. And, you know, I just, my nose pearled and like went for the full on like dive and, Got pretty lit up, but like you know, it was almost like boosting my confidence already. That first wave, I was like, "Frick, you know, I got this." You know, it's right. okay. And then I caught another three, four waves. You know, I f- looking at the video, I was like, "I should have been way deeper and getting shocked." You know, but I was kind of made a few waves. I'm like, "Okay, I got this." I-, I got this. You know, and then uh, and then I was like committed. I'm like, "Frick, I'm gonna go for the nuts barrel." You know, the one right. that like we've all been you know wanting. You know, and uh, and sure enough, it's like my I was like, hey, Oh Nikki, this is a bomb. You you ready? I'm like, my man, oh, I'm ready. You know, let's go. And then, Fake, I, you know, got got towed in and should have like kind of held on a little bit longer and like have the speed. But I was like, Fake, I'm gonna go super deep, you know, and just kind of hook underneath it, just get shacked and got to the bottom. And it's like this wave is so strange. It's like at jaws, and you know, I come from my background is Piahi, you know. Right. And, and it's different. It's like you feel the speed. You see the speed. It's a big mountain. You you know, it's different. This is like you're not going anywhere. It's just sucking underneath you. And this wave specifically had this after looking because in the moment I was just like, you know, I was super focused. And I was going, I was going. And then all of a sudden just like it sped up so quick and my board stopped. It just right. stopped. And it happened so fast. You know, it's one of those things like I can't really explain how did it, it was just. Boom, stop, dive to the side. I got luckily, It looks super gnarly like I slammed super hard, right. but I was actually able to take a breath <laughs> and go down and it so was
0: So you were able to get some penetration.
1: I was able to get some penetration and in the, you know, in the moment I was like, "Oh, I'm going to pop out the back." You know, like is, <laughs> right. is this really like happening? Like I thought I was going to go down, but I'm actually going to pop out the back and then like I was like, "Oh, let me just stroke to the surface and like" Right there, yeah, one, I, one I, hand you when blank see
0: in the video, your arm. You even in that shot where you're going over the lip, you're right at the top. Your arm's going like this, like you're trying to swim. Well, yeah, in the moment, you know, when you're
1: you're going with the mass, you don't really. Sometimes you don't know right away. But as soon as I went for a, a stroke and I felt one hand, I felt water. In the <laughs> other, I was like, bro, that was kind of blank. <laughs> like, and then, you know, your, your brain thinks really yeah. quick. is like, dude, you're going over the falls. That was the lip, you know? Yeah. And so I could feel kind of like I could feel myself going down. So I actually... Can't tell on the video, but I did another two quick strokes right away to to, to face the, I was like, freak, I don't want to go on my neck. So right. I turned around and just kind of went limp, you know, and it was like, those were, the, that was the moment where it's like, Niccolo, all your years of training hard and preparation and all your background is coming to this moment right now. You know, are you ready for it? In, you in know, a fraction
0: like, of a second. In
1: a fraction of a second. You know, all these stuff, you know, how yeah. you know sometimes you have these moments, in two seconds, you can think your whole life, you know. Right. And so, yeah, that one was like turned around and the most violent, like I just got blown up and like, yeah, you know, I'll be honest, my neck and my back got super tweaked out and I owe it to, to the training that I've done. I mean, that a lot of people... Probably could have broken, you know what I mean. Right, and, right. And I'm very blessed. Also, you know, absolutely. Like I'm not the guy. Oh, I'm just training strong. There was there was the big man up there keeping an eye on me, oh, you yeah, know. And sure. he was just like, "Bro, you deserve to." You know what? If I would have made that wave, it would have been like, "Oh yeah, sick wave." Yeah. But it was kind of a gift that I had this wipeout and then right. I came out of it okay because. Boosted my career and mm-hmm. kind of got my name. Like, who is this guy? How do you survive this? Oh, okay. Now you see all the background, all the thing what lifestyle. So it was kind of like a gift. Mm-hmm. And I was able to, you know, after I got super lit up and got just thrashed around the reef and pinballed, and I got the full experience of yeah. what it is to get lit up at Chopo, you know? And when I popped out, I got washed over the reef and
0: with the just, skis like immediately, boom, Manoa, everybody just like right there?
1: No, I was actually, they had to go around the, I wasn't like I popped out there. I, I went and got washed over to the lagoon, so they had to go around. So I had about actually like 30 seconds, yeah. which was a long time when I got washed over the reef that I was like, my life jacket was about, you know, 20 meters down. So I swam to the life jacket. I was yeah. like, my wetsuit was ripped on the side from the shoulder down to my chest. And I was just had that moment like, it's all good. Like, I can't believe I just, I just handled that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all good. Like, I didn't feel any, like in that moment, I didn't feel anything. Like, did I break myself? It was just like more like, I'm all good. I'm ready to go back out. Then anyway, Manoa and Didger came to, to, to pick me up. Both, it was two skis and they're like, you know, their eyes were just like, brah. You okay? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, frick, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm all good. They're like, Bruh, that was the heaviest thing. <laughs> like they're just like sprat that was the heaviest wipeout oh, yeah. I've ever seen. I'm like, Frick, I was not on it. I didn't know, you know, in the moment I was just like, Yeah, I know I went down, I didn't see the wave, I didn't know how it was. I knew it was gonna be pretty big and I knew it was violent, but I didn't really you know, I noticed how heavy it was when I looked at the clip later. Yeah. But anyway, I got on the ski and then I realized I was spitting blood. I was like I got this blood taste. And so I spat blood for like four or five times. And they're like, wow, let's check. And so we're like, oh, did I did I bust my lip or something? Right. And I guess I didn't bust my lip. It was maybe the compression, right. maybe pop some capillars in the veins or something. And wow. so I was like, well, that was like kind of like, but then right there, you know, it's strange. is like, I just got all of a sudden this roar, you know, this, ah, you know, just yeah, kind of like that
0: adrenaline, this difference.
1: adrenaline rush. And, you know, just. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty spiritual person, rage this adrenaline rage, you know, but it was kind of also like a, like a freak, you know, it's okay. You know, like yeah. everything you've put in, like it paid off and now you're going to go back out and you're going to make a wave, you know, yeah. and you're going to make a name for yourself. You've been waiting for this. This is a gift. Like you deserve this. Yeah. And so went back out. I had a headache for like three minutes, like a pretty strong sinus headache. Just breathe it out, breathe it out. I'm like, yeah, I don't have to go. Let me see how I feel. And then I'm like, feel good, you know. Let's let's go for a bomb, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's go for a good one. And then the wave after it was just like, it was actually even a bit gnarlier. And um, it was the one where people are saying I ejected, you know what right. I mean? It wasn't a wipeout. That was me deciding, hey, I better get out of this before it freaking goes into the flats closeouts, right. you know. And so, you know, I, I made it till it was then like, let me bail out of this one because there's no, I was, the way that the, the wave was already closing out, I was trying to pull out the back, but, it, you know, I was, frick, I couldn't. And so I jumped off right. and landed in some water still in the face of the way it looks like I'm jumping into the flats, but I'm actually kind of jumping sideways into the wave, some water. And then that one, you know, that was also a nice little ride, and yeah. uh, I got to see how the reef is down there, <laughs> <laughs> and that was pretty awesome. And yeah, that day was just all surreal. After the, you know, after that one, I went back out, and like, you know, I was just like, you know what, is it's good for today. I'm stoked, you know, and yeah. And everybody, was, uh, it was huge props, and uh, yeah, it was it was for sure a pinnacle moment. You know, my my career and my life changed for the
0: best, right there. You know. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. How I, many more more days did you guys stay down there? Or were you just we
1: stayed we stayed down there another two weeks. We did some kiting and some wingsuit flying. I oh. took I took uh, five days off, six days off. You know, my my neck and my yeah. back was pretty tweaked. And um, but then after about six days, I was able to kite and surf again. And and then we started doing and we did some skydiving, some wingsuit flying. And uh, yeah, that was hands down, probably best trip of my life. Uh, Tahiti was that place is just unbelievable. And the people there were so nice, like the Tahitian. I, I was Talking Did you get about to hang aloha out with Ray, Raymana. Raymana, I mean, uh, I'm not Real Rayman awesome. Mano. I mean, I got yeah. to see my Raymana, but I didn't hang out with him so much. I was actually more with the the Drolet family, right? And um, they showed us around a bit, and I was, it was insane. And just everybody with you know Tikanui, everybody that when I when we paddled out is unbelievable. Like everybody says hi to you, dude, and like yeah. shakes your hand, and you like don't even know the people, you know. And it's like right. frick right on, dude. Like so much aloha over there. It was pretty special. That that whole trip was amazing. Got to kite some incredible places and
0: yeah. fly it was it was sick and Yeah, that that's that's such a beautiful place. I haven't been down there yet. You know, obviously Raymond is a good friend of mine and he's like, "Dose, you gotta come down here, you gotta hang out. Do it. And I'm just I'm just waiting for the time. Well, maybe it's this year. This year, do so, it. Man. Yeah, <laughs> don't we, wait any longer. <laughs> for the contest, go down there, just kinda hang out with all the boys, get some more podcasts done. Exactly. Just have fun. Um, I know that, you know, your wipeout there was insane. It's one of the craziest waves on the planet. Um, I remember one time Shane Dorian going down there and he came back and he had on a gnarly, gnarly wipeout, he had his leash wrap around his neck. And still to this day, he has a scar across his neck where, you know, it just, you know, his board's tombstoning and his leash is wrapped around his neck. He's trying to grab it, get it loose and... It's freaking gnarly, man. What happens wow. over there? I didn't so, I didn't hear that one. That sounds heavy. Yeah, we're we're super stoked that you made it out of that alive, brother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you you had another one this year, um <laughs> at Jaws, you know. And understand, I don't want you to be known as the guy that gets like has the best wipeouts, okay? Um because you're fuck, you're <laughs> such an incredible athlete and your surfing skills. I'm looking at this wave that's right behind me a drone shot of you at Jaws, and this thing is freaking mental. absolutely mental. Your skills at surfing are just incredible. Incredible. Thank you. But you like that risk factor, okay? Um, You try things that nobody else is freaking trying. So this year you did a little kite surfing (laughs) on really big Jaws, and uh, it looked like you were trying to – The lip was coming down and you're like, shit, I got to get out of here. Did some kind of judo kick, (laughs) you know, and and then get caught in caught in the lip. Kind of explain what happened there. So, yeah, I mean, uh,
1: caught a few waves already. I was like, "Okay, uh, some some waves are barreling. Some are not. I mean, that's how Jaws is, you know. It's not it's not actually like Chopo that, you know, the thing is going to barrel. At Jaws, it's kind of like you get a gift if the wave barrels, you know what I mean? Sometimes, ma- majority of the times, a chandelier, sometimes an almondsey. And, and anyway, I was like, on this one, I'm like, frick, I'm just gonna pull into the bomb, just just pack one, you know? Kite surfing. Kite surfing. This was kite surfing. I'm yeah.
0: Pull into a bomb, and I have a freaking parachute kite <laughs> up in the freaking air, and you're gonna pull into the barrel. Yeah, so
1: that one, I was like, okay, this is the time <laughs> I'm, I want to get barreled uh, the Jaws, you know? and um kiting which is completely different than surfing yeah. there's a lot more factors it's it's a lot harder to get barreled kiting than it is surfing because you you have the kite and the lines and you have to adjust yourself with the wind and mm-hmm. certain waves bend is not like it's the perfect direction but anyway i was like i want to try it you know i gotta you gotta at least go for it and see how it is and and anyway on this one i committed i was super deep i'm like i'm gonna backdoor this thing and you know, it's it's always funny. It's like you look at the video later, and you're like, oh, maybe you could have still pulled in." No, I couldn't have. Yeah. You know, and I I noticed from the 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 lines were already grazing the wave and pulling me towards the, the 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 lip towards the wave. Right. So, if I was gonna bottom turn in to try and hook underneath the the lip, I I could already judge this is gonna land on my femur. Right. It was like. This is not, it's not going square, slabby mm-hmm. like I wanted to. It was almondy more at the top. And so I'm like, frick, this is not the right wave. And an instinct right there for me to actually not get lipped. I mean, that was actually me being safer. Right. It was like, okay, send it, you know, try and go over the wave. If you don't go over the wave, at least you can take a good deep breath and you can, you know, my cliff diving instinct came right. in place. It, it doesn't look like it in the video. It looks like I just kick it. But actually, as I kick it and as I'm penetrating, I let go of the bar and I go into a pencil dive. Right. So that I could really penetrate and and not take the hit on the chest because that would have blew all my air out. And then right. shit would have hit the fan. Yeah. But instead, I actually got a really good breath. I penetrated the water really good. And so it wasn't, you know, I mean, yeah, it was impactful, but not too much. When I got slammed going down, it was that was like I got again another Right. <laughs> and I was getting pulled from the kite sideways. I let go of the bar, but it was still hooked in. So I was getting pulled sideways. So you
0: can't you can't just go, Hey, I'm holding on to this kite. I can't just let it go.
1: I mean you let go, but you're hooked in. Gotcha. So you have to grab the release and
0: release it in order for you to really there's release. There's a lot of tension right there, too. And
1: there's tension, and I mean, it's have once you Have you thought
0: about doing that? Like, hey, I'm going to pull it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kite surf into the freaking wave, and then, okay, here comes the barrel. Obviously, those lines are going to be in the lip of the barrel. Is that going to screw you up, or do you, you go, okay, I'm going to release, boom, and then I'm going to finish out just surfing out of the barrel?
1: I could have done that, but, um, and everybody's like, oh, why don't you just let go of the bar and, and, and uh, you know, just get yourself toe in and then let go of the kite. You know, people have done that. Right. And I don't think it's that cool to let go of the kite. I mean, it's super easy. And then the thing is, is when you let go of the kite, I can potentially, very, very potentially take out jet skis and boats and. And, and then it's like, oh, More dude, people. it's not cool in people. and It's, it's like, a
0: cable going across the water. Yeah, it's
1: like it's not cool. You know what I mean? And it's right. like basically you lost the kite. I mean, if everybody starts doing that, it's like it's not cool. The thing is you want to get barreled on a kite and come out on the kite. That's what's rad. And so in that situation, I thought about all that. I'm like, frick, I could ditch the kite right now and straighten out or pull in. Mm-hmm. But I was like, frick, I can't. I got I to gotta stay hooked in. You know? So I ditched my board. I you know, boosted it up and was like, maybe I can make it over the wave. And then get to the channel, somebody grab my board, but at least all is safe. Or in any case, just, you know, don't let go of the kite just like this yet, you know. And so I jumped over, penetrated, got super lit up. And then once I, the wave released me where I could move my arms and they're not getting ripped apart, I was able to release my leash. I pulled my vest, took about four strokes to the top and boom, I popped off. I was like, wow, I'm all good. I'm all good. Right. Dun, 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 the set of the day, just like <laughs> set of the day, biggest bar of the day. Just frick, here we go.
0: Frank. Here we go again. I've <laughs> <laughs> been here.
1: <laughs> just like actually the <laughs> lit just landed right on me, just lit me off again. I'm like, fuck, dude, here we go again. You know, just getting lit up. And I thought, everybody, here we go again. Nickel, right. wipe out, you know. But it was like, you know, those are the moments it's like, fuck, uh, I don't see it as like, you know, people can... Sit there and judge him and be like, man, wipe out, guy, wipe out. I was like, honestly, nope. bro,
0: you're going for it. I'm going if for it. If you ain't know? wiping out, you ain't going for it. Exactly. And that's and that's the one thing about you is every single thing that you do shows that you are going harder and more extreme <laughs> than anybody else out there, and and yeah. that's that's crazy. I love <laughs> it, I dude.
1: appreciate it. I mean, I, I'm really like, I, there's so many people out there that are going for it. I, you know, I feel like I've just been very, very blessed to have had the background that I've had and <laughs> I have certain skills and knowledge about my body. Yeah. So I'm able to push it in certain ways, but there's everybody out you're, there is pushing it. You're you
0: know? one of the most ripped, fittest guys <laughs> around. You Me. know, just watching your little video where you're back flipping like crazy. You're doing gymnastics um, you're, you've got to be super, super limber.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm very flexible. I, I definitely will admit that I've don't know many people that can be as flexible as I have. Right. And, uh, that I think, I mean, uh, when I did, when I got into gymnastics, I was eight years old mm-hmm. and, uh, I started the first three months, they saw my potentials and they're like, Hey dude, we want you in the A team, you know, where you're training six days a week, Monday right. through Saturday. And we want to, you know, bring you to the to the Italian championships and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, for me, it was like, yes, you yeah. know, that's, that's what I want to do. And so it's actually funny now before it was a little bit embarrassing. But all the guys, there was a lot of the gymnastic uh, guys that started when they were four years old and I started when I was eight. And within three months, they put me to stretch with the girls, like on the training, on the person, on the training part before we did all the, you know, actually yeah, all yeah. the jumps and stuff like that. They would put me to stretch with the girls because I would be as flexible as the women's doing the so splits. So
0: you can do all the splits. I can do all, all the splits kind of three
1: ways, frontal, sideways. Jeez yeah. Louise. And so um, it was back then it was kind of, they would make fun of me. Yeah? I go stretch with the girls. Now I'm like pretty stoked to be flexible, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, and, yeah. And it has helped me out a lot, you know, and, and in kiting as well, there's been many times where, you know, you land and you actually do the splits because the bo- one foot goes on the board and the mm-hmm. other one is in the water. And I've saved myself from broken my hip
0: probably four times. I pulled uh, my groins at least three times last year. <laughs> Just surfing were bad wax or something. Yeah. Feet, foot slips off. Boom. Instant splits. You're out for a week. You can barely walk. You yeah. know, your groins, you don't have this problem, but I don't have that problem. Yeah, I did. And it <laughs> sucked, man. It really sucked.
1: So, yeah, I mean, the, the, for sure, that's, uh, that's this. I, I owe it a lot to, to the background of gymnastics. And then I got into, I'm, I mean, martial arts and, and capoeira. I did a bit of Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. And, and then I got into cliff diving when I was about 17 years old. And wow. that really, you know, I was, I uh, I hit a little a really low point in my life when I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. I um you know started living on my own. Uh, had back to back really hardcore injuries on on my wrist and my back, and had you know personal you know family issues with my dad, love hate relationship, sure. and with my brother, and kind of like you know had to learn about life and myself a little bit, and and what am I really here? You know what am I put on earth to do? And I hit a Pretty low moment when I was 15, and uh, I've been very blessed to have had some mentors and people that have helped me out and gave me some books and and taught me a little bit about the basics, you know. And yeah, and so that has really uh, that inspired me to then like, hey, Nicola, just you know, because I had a lot of pressure from my dad and and uh, about competing and a lot of you know, you know, with my brother and other people in Italy, like, oh, you gotta compete, you gotta compete. Right. If you if you don't do, if you don't win contests, you're never gonna make it in life. And that kind of inspired me to like, you know what? I don't have to compete. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to just do what I love and get really good at at, at all the sports that I'm doing and and just inspire people to go out there and live their dreams, you know, and not doing what other people want you to do, but do what you want to do and express yourself and your art. You know, it's like I, I see, for example, like a kid like Matt Miola is like, bro, do not compete, honestly, right. you know, do your thing. You know, it's way more inspiring than you going there and going, unless you really love to compete, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you love that putting on the jersey, doing the the, the heats, because some people love that. And I've learned from, you know, traveling and, and going to competitions and some of the people that are world champions, right. that they love to compete. Yeah. You know what I mean? They love that contest. They love the whole scene. For me, it was like, I, you know, I loved kiting, but I wanted to push it in in you know from wakeboard style and then on the strapless on the wave and it was like freak if i if i have to go and compete i'm not gonna get to do what i love you know i'm mm-hmm. doing it just for my dad you know yeah and 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 just to prove to people that i can be maybe the best at something you know and it, instead i was like just gonna i, I started doing construction and landscaping and i lost all my sponsors and when i was 15 16 17 so i had to rebuild my life you right. know what i mean and i was Very depressed, very scared, very fearful, I didn't know. Were you living
0: here in Maui I was living
1: in Maui and I moved out of my parents' house when I was, yeah, when I was 15, I started living on my own and I pretty much into the real world, you know, and um, did landscaping, did construction and then I started teaching kiting. And then my dream was to be a professional athlete again, you know, Mm -hmm. and not to be working and then, you know, kiting when I could or surfing when I could. I wanted to, again, you know, travel the world and and film and stuff. Because when I was 13, 14, 15, before these injuries, I was actually making pretty good money and traveling the world and was able to support my parents and and my family for a bit. You know, so it was like I had a lot of pressure on me. I was living the dream, but I didn't realize at the moment that I was living the dream. I was just doing what I do, you know what I mean? And right. actually was very stressed out and unhappy, you know? And so after I hit the bottom and I learned, like, basic principles and how to, like, be stoked and live your dream, I started just every year just improving a little bit. And so I was like, okay, you know what? My my, my dream, what I want to do is to do these sports at a high enough level where I, I get the respect and I can really share the passion, you know? Mm-hmm. and 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 so I got into acrobatics, got into martial arts, then started cliff diving. I would kite when I would kite. I would surf when I could get. So I actually didn't get into surfing until I was 19 years old. Because before that, I was really focused on the kiting right. and, and, and these acrobatics and stuff. And then when I was 19, I fell in love with surfing. I'm like, fuck, you know, I wish I would have got into this a little bit earlier. But yeah. whatever, you know, I'll, I'll take my time. And, and it just, you know, I started surfing Jaws. And Dude, uh, that was
0: that's not even 10 years ago. Yeah. Not even 10 years ago. <laughs> and you're freaking out here charging Jaws <laughs> yeah. and Chopu. That's freaking crazy.
1: And uh, yeah, I was uh, then I, you know, year after year took off and I started going to Jaws and and just kind of doing everything. And um, and then, yeah, it, it pretty much my career took off again at about 19, 20 years old. And it was living the dream again. I'm like, yeah. Frick, here I am making my $2,500, of 3 grand a month, able to live on my own. And and then, you know, my dream was to find a woman that I would really, you know, be compatible with. And that, then I found the woman of my dream when I was 22 years old. I'm still looking. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. That's the thing too. Like everybody, you know, some people like to be single. I mean, yeah, I, I, I like being single, but I wanted to find the right. woman that would compatible with me. and Sure, would, your best friend. Your my soulmate. best friend, my soulmate. You and I found it. that yeah. when I was 22, 23, 22. And, um, and then like f- it just kept going. And it's like this year, I feel like, everything kind of came together i had a lot of moments last year and this year of just crying from joy you know what i mean like frick i made it i'm making it you know what i mean there's like when I was 15, I was suicidal, and now I'm, like, the happiest man in the world, you wow, know what I mean? And that's it's so awesome. Congrats, bro. <laughs> thanks, man. And so, yeah, it's like, a, you know, slowly but surely everything is coming together, you know? And the wipeouts, honestly, I see it as a gift. I see it as a blessing because, yeah. like, rather Jaws thing, I, you know, for my career is, like, I got a lot of attention, which mm-hmm. at the end is, like, basically everybody sees, okay, who is this guy and it's like, yeah, the wipeout got you to see actually everything else I do because it's not like I just right. go out and I'm just this guy that just goes out and wipes out. It's like, dude, I, I yeah, put in a br- lot of work it, to get it, there.
0: Embrace what happens in your life and bring it, you know, and, and just, yeah, you know, because it, it, it is. It's got you where you're at right now. Exactly. So, but, you know, you've got some other cool things that are going on. Um, cliff jumping, like how high have you jumped off a cliff?
1: I've done. A-
0: and I think this is what started you with the. Base jumping, right?
1: Yeah. Um, well, it was uh, base jumping. I mean, wingsuit flying. I started skydiving when I was 22. Uh-huh. And it was actually Yoki Summer. I saw his video in 2001. I mean, uh, in 2001, uh, in 2012, um, about it was uh, Dreamlines 3. It was actually Dreamlines 2 in 2011 that I was like, frick, uh, how's this wingsuit flying? This is pretty insane. Like, yeah. right away, it was like the little ball, like, ding, like, this is. I've got is to do you. this. i got to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I've been, you know, doing cliff diving for, at that point for like seven years. And mm-hmm. the highest that I've done cliff diving is uh, 92 feet, 85, I mean, um, 25 meters. Yeah. And, um, you know, I I know I can go higher, but already that's pretty, pretty exciting. I want to yeah. like, you know, improve some of the jumps that I do. Does it
0: hurt when you hit
1: it, uh, if you don't enter correctly, it can be it can be bad. So,
0: which way are you going? Are you going feet first? or are You going head first? Hands from that front? from that altitude, you you cannot go. You have
1: to land on your feet. Already landing on your feet. If you don't land precisely, it can be hardcore. So, you definitely want to land on your feet when you're going anything above twenty meters. You have to go on your feet. Right, it's right. not like a, it's you have to already 15 meters going on your head is like pretty insane, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you, you know, I just started progressively, you know, and, and with the background of cliff diving, obviously everything came. I have, I have pretty good knowledge of my body, you know, and right. how I move. So <clears throat> I got to, I got to improve on that pretty quick. And then anyway, I started uh, skydiving when I was uh, 22 uh-huh. and uh, then I met Yoki Summer and uh, yeah, I started, started base jumping uh, when I was 24
0: and now was, where where did you start doing that at over in Europe?
1: I started uh, doing it in Europe. Yeah, it yeah. took me through a through a whole course. It was, you know, in France and in Switzerland and uh and Norway and uh yeah, some that this is the other thing too. It just brought me to so many amazing beautiful places, you know. And yeah. It's like
0: and the people you've met
1: the people I've met and you know, I've always been a fanatic about panoramic views, you know, right. and uh, and this is like the ultimate <coughs> panoramic views, oh, you yeah. know, hiking to some places where you get to the top and you're like, what? And a hike and climbs and actually in base jumping, a lot of the the, the coreness yeah. is not the jump is actually the hike and the climb. Yeah. It's like you're you're going into some free solo stuff that it's it's strange It's like I'm not like this guy. It's it's it's. it's it comes out this video and is like dude you're just like this adrenaline junkie you know you're just this freak and you take risks and stuff like that and it's like honestly i'm i feel like there's people that are way nutser than me you right. know what i mean i actually take everything that i do super seriously and like i'm very cautious about what i do mm-hmm. i just do what i'm confident that i know i can do and and it turns out to be that i do some pretty nuts stuff but i really been building it up throughout my whole life sure. to be able to do this. It's not like I'm just it, like... Yeah, it
0: didn't just happen overnight. It didn't just happen
1: that I'm just like, well, I'm just going to go out there and charge. No, I no. don't just go out there and charge. If anything, I see a lot of people that go out of Jaws that, don't have you know three quarter half of the training that I do. You know, it's right. like I take my training super seriously. And there's so
0: many people out there nowadays. You they know, just want to go out there they and just charge. get out, get there. the
1: picture. You know. Yeah. And for me, it was like a lot more. And so this swipe
0: Am I talking already a little too long? No, about? you're perfect. No, not even long enough, bro. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, I'm looking at her levels right so, on yeah. and so i was you know it's like uh,
1: i i really take everything that i do very very you know seriously and passionately and also the word seriously it's not because like, i i'm passionate about what i do and i really want to make sure out of respect for my family and my friends and my wife i take it very seriously right,
0: right and uh, yeah it's pretty awesome so tell me more okay so you started um skydiving
1: started skydiving and uh, and then, and then got jumping. into base jumping uh and, uh, and it's just like a progression. You start skydiving without a wingsuit, without a tracking suit, just free flying your body. Uh-huh. And then you get to 200 jumps and, you know, some, some people more, some people a little bit less depending on the people, you know, and, and what's your background and how you're doing. But then you get to a point that is like, okay, you can put on a wingsuit or you can keep free flying. I obviously was like, you know, my dream is to fly. So I put on a wingsuit <laughs> and that... That really took off. And I've been very, very also like my quick progression, I've been very fortunate to have some of the best mentors and um and 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 yeah, you know, Yoki Summer and Ludovic Worth and Espen Fadness and mm-hmm. Tom Eric and Carson Klein. I mean like some of the very best wingsuit pilots in the world that have kind of, you know, helped me progress and showed me the ropes. And uh and yeah, it kind of really everything
0: just clicked for me you know would you you know i would say a lot of people would would probably say that's the most dangerous sport there is on the planet isn't it
1: it is it is i uh it is a a loss of quite a few good friends already yeah and seen too many to to really say and it's really it's a sport where uh you you really got to take it seriously, you know. Yeah. And and it's it's a sport where there's it's more rare. Obviously, the the really good people that have that have you know gone in that have passed away, which is super sad. And yeah, a lot of times is like, frick, you know. It it kind of hits, and is like, you know, it's like a lesson for all of us that are in it that are already good at it to like. Really take it serious. It's, it, for me, you it's guys the most
0: such a small, tight little community. It's a
1: very small, tight community, and you know, for me, it's not like surfing is insane, kiting is insane, cliff that everything for me is absolutely gorgeous. And right. it's 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 not like I want to put that wingsuit base jumping is the most special thing, but let's say it's it's a very unique and special feeling and moments yeah. that you have, and so it really takes me down to to. Take a couple step backs every time and like really be always in a very, very grateful and positive state of mind whenever right. I'm doing that. And um,
0: yes, it's a very dangerous sport. And um, well, what was it like your first time? You're up on one of these giant mountaintops, literally a sheer vertical face. Um, and then just go. Okay, you know what? I've got a little suit on here. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see what happens, you know, and and go for it. Were were you excited? Was it, Were you hesitant?
1: Um, you know, it's. Uh, I feel like because of done all the right step, I was excited. Right. And there's obviously, I think, with there's good fear and there's bad fear. Right. In the sense that our whole life. In general, whether we're doing sports or, you know, our personal life, becoming a father, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like you have fear. You have fear that you have to overcome. And so it was a good fear. It was a fear of like, you know, keep me in check. Everything is right. Like, this is super heavy. This is very consequential. Like, but at the same time. Pro, you've done all the steps.
0: If there's somebody that's gonna kill it, you're gonna kill it. Mm-hmm. Like go out there and do your thing and, and so gonna... We we have a good friend, a mutual friend of mine and Matt Miolo's and um his name's Jeffro. He's a boat captain out of here, out of Maalaya. And he wanted me to personally ask, he's fifty two years old. He wants to put on a wingsuit and do that. Is it too late for him?
1: No, I mean um it's it's just like with anything. How bad do you really want it, and are you gonna take the the, the necessary steps? You right. know what I mean. And I, as I said, anybody can do anything. You know, it's the and
0: training that goes. It just the is just yeah. the
1: training. You know what I mean. And and that's the thing. Why there's been so many fatalities is because right. it's physically easy. Physically is not so hard. I mean, skydiving. Let me, let me clarify the difference between skydiving and base jumping. Right. Skydiving is something that I'll tell all my friends, go skydiving. Mm-hmm. Base jumping is not something that I tell all my friends to go base jumping. Some, base jumping is something that you got to really put in your, and you got to really want it. You know, and it's something that base jumping is pretty, pretty serious. Like, you got to oh, yeah. be on point. It's kind of like saying I tell everybody, yeah, go surf, and it's so rad, You want to come out of Jaws and paddle on a big day, bro. That's like you gotta put in your time before you do that. You know what I mean? It's not like you can just wing it. Oh yeah, flotation, oh yeah, there's jet ski. No, dude, it's not like that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, in a way you could, there could be people that are fit, and yeah, just go out there, but there's still like a respect thing that you do. Sure. And so skydiving, I tell him, go skydive, start skydiving get to the point that you're really, you know, fine
0: and you're comfortable.
1: And you're comfortable and you're you know, you got to be more than comfortable. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to really own it. you got to own it and you got to be it's got to be muscle memory and mm-hmm. currency. Mm-hmm. And so it's not even about the 200 jump. You, you want to do at least 200 jumps, but then is like you don't want to take like 3 4 months off and then come back in and go straight on a wingsuit, you know. You want right. to like be able to skydive good feel current and then you put on a wingsuit and just take it seriously you know what i mean and, right. and take it you know commit yourself like okay i i want to do this i really gotta skydive every month or every other month and really spend a week two weeks constantly and really not doing anything else but focusing on skydiving right and then you get to the point where it's like okay now i'm feeling good enough i can wingsuit
0: or base and, jump, or
1: or base jump, and base jumping. You have to take the then base jumping, it gets to a point that you have to, you know, take the steps. You have to
0: progress. You yeah. got
1: you have to progress. You don't you don't just go into straight wingsuit base. You know what I mean? Right. For for at least a year or two, you're not even putting on a wingsuit because you got to start. You know, lower cliffs and and then going into our cliffs. i got I and, got
0: a friend that got seriously hurt. He's still messed up. Brandon Lillard, you know him.
1: I heard something. I think everybody yeah. did a post
0: before about yeah, base yeah. jumping and stuff. Um,
1: so, She's base jumping radical. is a, is one of those sports where it's like you really got to know what you're doing. And, and this is the thing where it's like, dude, you don't... Ha- you, actually, the people that are doing the best, they're not yeah. super nuts. They're right. actually pretty nerdy and like taking it very, yeah. you know, calculated, yeah. you know. And, and uh, the people that are nuts, the people that are crazy, you know, sometimes don't last too long, right. you know. And, right. and so, it's a sport where it's like, okay... You know, you can do anything, you Mm -hmm. know, you can, you can have two kids, you can have two houses, three houses, you can make millions. But in order to do that, you got to work at it, you know, and uh, it's just same thing with base jumping and wingsuit terrain flying. If you want to make that dream happen for you, you got to dedicate your life to it. You know, I've dedicated the last five years to be able to proximity fly and do all these things. It's not like I'm just a nuts guy that does everything. And So
0: what is the next step? After, after Wingsuit Series, are are we talking high altitude um, drops? Have you done anything like that where you've got to put on oxygen masks?
1: I haven't done one uh, of those yet, which yeah. I'm uh, excited.
0: Um, you saw that one guy that did the, the Red Bull guy in yeah.
1: space? Yeah, that's, that's a whole different ball game. But actually, I'm not interested in that one specifically. Right. What's next? Just keep doing what I'm doing. It's pretty insane. You know, it's awesome. awesome. And it brings so much joy. I mean, for me, really, I, I got to admit, like the thing that gets me the most excited is like coming back home to do a dinner with the boys, you know, right. and with my seeing friends, and, you know, seeing the wife. And like, those are the things that I love the most. Right. And, you know, but that
0: lasts for about two weeks. <laughs> and then you're like, dude, I, and got, I, like, need, I need to go. I need to go. And I need so my fix. And so you go with your
1: friends and you hike the mountains and you go surf and you go kite and, and you just want to progress. You, you just want to keep doing what you love and progress at it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just learn that new air or do that better turn or get the barrel of your life or do right. the flight of your life or do the cliff dive. Or, you know. What's
0: the longest flight you've ever done?
1: Uh was from 14,000 feet. On a max glide, I think it was like four minutes and 30 seconds, wow. four and a half minutes. Wow. And, um, and but a- yeah, that, that I mean, that's super fun. But then, you know, you, you start wanting to actually do more acrobatics in the air and flying and right. you know, more dynamic with your you friends. you did
0: something really cool that's in your video. You did pretty much, what do you call that, a double gainer? I did a laid out double gainer. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that was rad. So I actually have a bunch of other
1: clips that I can make another two, three edits of all this stuff. I just, I actually wanted to start out with some sick clips, but not all the cherry stuff. So basically I want to...
0: Prime me up.
1: Yeah, you know, I, you know, then there's corkscrews and there's double corkscrews and there's side flips. I mean, it's the progression always, there's so much to do, you know what I mean?
0: How how far are you falling before you got to get serious? And go, hey! I need to uh, plane out and start working this down. It depends. You you have a certain room of playroom.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so or, skydiving, or skydiving, you have all the the time you want. You right? right. You know, jumping out of a plane, you have all the space and everything. So skydiving, you have you know a minute and a half, two minutes of flight with a wingsuit. Uh-huh. You know, without a wingsuit, free flying, you have forty five seconds to a minute. Sure. Uh, base jumping, uh, depends from the base jump. It can be seven, eight seconds, 10 seconds. And, um, and then, you know, depending where you jump from, you can have a two minute long flight jumping mm-hmm. from a mountain. So you, you know, even more, I, I heard that there's actually like three and a half minutes flights, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, that you. but in general, like for example, that one where I had a laid out double gainer and that I had to track away that one, I had about, you know, eight seconds, and um, and then yeah you know I have to start flying my body you right, know right right and um and yeah I mean it's it's uh, pretty insane what <laughs>
0: does it feel like dude it's a it's,
1: it's a fly I mean
0: to long story like short like Superman
1: yeah it's like you long story short you feel like you're flying you yeah. feel like you're a superhuman in that I mean you just you're flying yeah. and there's not much else like yeah your 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 suit inflates it becomes part of your body and you're mm-hmm. just like Speed is your friend, and and uh, and you know, talking about meditation, talking about being in the moment. You're in the freaking moment, dude. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else that. It's like getting barreled the whole time. You know, right. it's like you're jumping out, and you're just like,
0: bro, this is insane. How fast are you going?
1: <laughs> it's like, so yeah, you're. uh I mean, you can go anywhere from like you know, when you're on a stall, you're probably you know. 45, 50 miles an hour, and, uh-huh. a, and a deep high speed, you can be 150, 170. No way. You know, it's skydiving, they've hit 200 miles an hour plus, you know, and a wow. dive. So, yeah, you, you're definitely going really fast.
0: Now, I, I see you guys, you guys are swooping through canyons right over tops of trees. Have you gotten really close, like you're almost feeling the tree? Yeah, I mean, um,
1: you know, we kind of we put a rule to like, you know... No closer than 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 six nine feet, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, Yoki and some, you know, Ludo and some some people have done it uh, and yeah. touched the tree, you know. But what about birds? What's that? Birds. Birds, you know, birds. They have their instinct built in them for, you know, millions and billions of years. So yeah. birds usually get out of the way real quick. They can hear you from long, far yeah. away. So You also go
0: 150 miles an hour.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we're going <laughs> fast for sure. But they, uh, they, they know not to get in the way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, Yoki had a raven. Uh, he was doing a jump in Norway and he had a raven pop out, but it was so quick he moved away. You know, it was yeah. like... Yeah, and sometimes I think, I'm like, hmm, what about, can you hit a bird? You know, and going at that speed, a certain size of bird will take you out. Oh, you know? an
0: eagle or a hawk or something like that? But,
1: yeah, it's 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 like the you just you just don't think about those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like last thing. If if that happens, it was your time to go. You know what right. I mean?
0: Yeah. Are, you, are you pretty much just checking things out like, oh, my God, look at that waterfall and that cliff? Or is things just happening so fast?
1: Depends what flight you're doing, what line you're taking, what are you doing? You know what I mean? You can do... Right a scenery fly where you just jump and, you know, you go straight out. It depends also, like, there's a lot of different technical jumps. You know, uh-huh. there's a jump where, you know, you have uh, seven, eight seconds and you got to start flying. There's jumps where you got four seconds, no room for error. You got to fly. Right. And so that is, like, way more intense and, and, you know, you're really just every little thing you're thinking about and you're judging every little thing. And so you're obviously not checking out the waterfall and then la, 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 you know, you're just like, Frickin' right there. yeah. And then there's also jumps where you have a super overhang, big cliff, you know, and those are like, you know, some of the first jumps I did, right? Right. You know, the less technical ones.
0: Switzerland areas.
1: Just all over, yeah, Norway, Switzerland. It basically it comes down to, do you have a big overhang, huge cliff, big area for landing and it's, you know, safe? Or do you have a very technical jump right. very technical jump means a short rock drop and you got to start flying and you got a talus and you got a flat area and mm-hmm. like you have to perform you got to be really good at flying your body you got to know exactly what you're doing 110 percent you got to be super current and feeling like you know you you got this 100 right. there's no right. like oh frick am i gonna you know you're you're doing exactly what you know how to do and and so there's not like oh you're charging you're taking a risk is like yeah you you're doing what you know you mm-hmm. can do you know mm-hmm. and um and so those ones you're a lot more focused than you're for sure right there at looking at the 150 200 yards 300 yards in front of you right. and you're just eyeballing your you know your next gate of where you're going to be flying around yeah so those ones are a lot more focused and technical jumps, and then there's the more mellow, like wow, check out the scenery, wow, look at the waterfall. Yeah. I'm so far away, I'm gliding, no problem. You know what I mean? And you're checking out the scenery, and so yeah, it's like different. It's what? like surfing a, a fun little, you know, fun little wave and having a blast with your right. boys, or you know, you got to make sure you stick that drop and make that barrel because mm-hmm. it can be heavy. Now you,
0: know? you control yourself with that suit. Can yeah. you slow yourself down, speed yourself up.
1: That's your, you're your flying with your knees, your shoulder, your head, your body,
0: you know? Gotcha. And then when you're coming in for a landing, do you, um, I I don't know this. This is new to me. So, do you have to pull a parachute or yes. can you try and land with your suit?
1: No, no, no. You pull your parachute. Yeah. It's fine. Everybody always talks about, can you land with your wingsuit? It's like, there's been Gary Carner who landed on, you know, 300 meters by 100 meters of cardboard boxes by uh-huh. 20 meters is like, and you know no you don't land you have to pull a parachute you know right. and that's how you can land in a technical small area and land safely and right and yeah so you have to have a certain altitude where you flare you pitch your pilot chute the canopy opens and then you can land
0: gotcha yeah i heard this podcast with joe rogan once and it was it was a guy he's a ex navy seal yeah, i think he owns the record for the longest flight right now um Pretty crazy dude, the stuff he was saying is you know you guys are like twins right now <laughs> and it's just that mentality that you guys have to do that is just it's oh, man yeah, I'm just so
1: stoked <laughs> that's awesome, I appreciate that, yeah, I mean it's it's a you know everybody has their thing, you know everybody yeah. has their niche and everybody has their calling and and this has been mine, you know and yeah. and and I love it, you know, I'm passionate about what I do and and you know we all have our little hurdles and, and moments to 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 step up to the game and and, and always uh, stay in a positive state of mind, you know, right. and having a, a good attitude and knowing exactly what you want and why you want it and what you need to do to make that happen, you know. Yeah, well,
0: you do things that you know we all dream about, but we're all too afraid. You know, you talk about that fear. We're all too afraid to take that leap and go for it. You know, but you're actually doing it. And so that's pretty freaking awesome. dude. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, out, out of all these sports that you're doing, which one is your favorite? If you, if you had to cut everything out and you came down to one, which one would it be? <laughs> that's a, uh, your wife says, your wife says, look, it's that time.
1: I mean, my wife, uh, she's actually uh, she's awesome. She's like, you know, I'm, I, that's a that's a political tough question. I'm not going to be able to answer that one in the sense that I I love everything that I do. Each right. one has their special moment. Right. I will say that, you know, wingsuit flying has been like has kind of taken over these last 5 years. Yeah. And you know, it's like I I realized that you always want something else, you know what I mean? And and so like once I I, I learn wingsuit flying and it's like, you know, it's, it's the most insane feeling, then yeah. is like being out surfing with your friends on a perfect little five foot barrel. Yeah. freaking it's insane, dude. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. Going kiting on good condition with my bros and punting airs, that brings me so much joy. It's such a sick feeling. It's it's insane, you know? Yeah. Getting freaking barrel. I mean, it's like everything has its has its moment and its specialty, you right. know, nailing a cliff dive where you're like, "Frick, dude, this is serious, bro." I did not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it can be super heavy, but at the same time, is like, I know that if I make, I always think about the the positive end result, you know, and what gets me super psyched. And at the end, every sport gets me fired up. Where you saw, you heard that mm. scream at the end. Yeah. That was that was a scream of a dream come true, a vision that I've had yeah. for five years, and. It was like those moments where it's like, "Frick, did I just really do that?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I can't believe I just did that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, brah, are you kidding me? <laughs> and 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 it happens, you know. And it's uh, and that
0: that was here in Hawaii, wasn't it?
1: That was here in Maui. Yeah, that was uh, that was here in Maui it was the first one, and uh, that that was that. Was, I mean, I can sit here nuts. and talk for hours about that and how that happened. And I actually have to get going here pretty soon, but that was, you know, you don't get actually. The west side, Maui mountains, they get clear right. 15 days out of the year, Right, you know, roughly 20, I don't know. And um, helicopters, super expensive, need a permit. It was, you know, it was basically, it was like, wasn't happening, you know. Right. And then sure enough, it was just kind of a gift. Uh, Vince Rafet, Fred Fugen and Noah Benson, which are the best wingsuit pilots in the world. And. They uh, they're they contacted me like, you know, three weeks prior to that. They're like, hey, Nicola, Frick, we want to come to Maui and yeah. do some wingsuit flights and do a wingsuit line. Like, Frick, you think you can, you know, make something happen? Or you know, some contacts. I'm like, Frick, I've, I've been working on it for a while, you guys, but it's pretty hard. But yeah, come over. I'll show you. But anyway, we want to kite and Frick want to surf and see Jaws. I'm like, come, I'll show you Maui, you know. Yeah. And we had actually from fi- above, <laughs> From above. We had five days where we could actually do the flying because then we had to do it, go to Oahu. Uh-huh. Three days before they came, I mean, talking about law of attraction and how dreams happen sometimes for you to just come on a platter. I mean, you, yeah. you put your intention out there, you, you, you dream, and then it happens sometimes in those most critical moments. And anyway, I was down at the gym and a friend that I've actually been, been training and been knowing for a couple years, I didn't even know, he was a helicopter pilot. Mm. And he got from this other guy... He's like, hey, were you asking about a heli- helicopter that you want to do a wingsuit flight? I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. Well, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, I, I, that's what I do. I fly helicopters. I'm like, well, yeah, this is our plan. They're coming out in four days. So like, what can we do, you know? Well, frick, I, I can drop you guys off. And, and anyway, you know, you need to have a permit. Sure. And we, we, FAA clearance, all and that kind we, of stuff. I did yeah. everything I could to get those permits and I was just getting shut down. Right. And I was just like, frick, you know, you know and, and there's no actually, I, I didn't even think that this one needed the permit so much because it wasn't a national park, you right. know. And anyway, sure enough, the park was closed because uh, they had to do some construction work on it. And because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to do it. Right. And the park was closed, never closed. The El Valley is always open, mm. it's always packed. It was completely shut down, nobody there. We got the helicopter. The day, was clear. You know, we had yeah. two days. Freak, it's cloudy. Freak, it's cloudy. The, the, we looked at the weather tomorrow. Freak, it might be clear. Woke up at 6, you know, 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Got to the helipad. We're like, oh, it looks clear. Like, there's no wind. And that's the other thing. It doesn't have to just be clear. We got to, like, make sure that there's not going to be any wind for those two, three hours. Sure. You know what I mean? It has to be glassy. Right. Otherwise, you don't do it. You know what I mean? This is the seriousness of the sport. Right, the conditions right. have to be critical. You know what I mean? Right. And so, anyway, long story short, everything came together. And talking about like pucker factor
0: and being oh, sure. like
1: fearful, I had the best wingsuit pilots in front of me that I had to follow. And I had Noah Benson, which is six foot something he's a big guy and I had uh-huh. to be like behind him and like nail the, the, the exit and like you know I was there. Like, a draft
0: do you guys draft each other
1: yeah you, you know you got to be really careful about the burble uh-huh. so when you're flying with people it's like about staying in the right position where you don't if you get the burble behind you you can lose it and completely lost out right
0: it's like a wind shear right it's a wind shear exactly yeah
1: and so anyway everything came together I had that you know fear of like frick, this is actually really, you know, can I do this, you know? Yeah. And then is a lot of like self talk and, and like, you know, just knowing like, hey, you know what? I've worked all my these last five years, I've taken every step. I know I can do it. I and know This I can is do my it. home. And this is my home and this is the project that I've been dreaming about. And I put, yeah. put everything together and I deserve to go and do this, you know? And sure enough it was I mean I can I'll repeat everything it over over together. Everything fell together and it was like the most insane moment. I mean, I I was losing it. You know what I mean? Like I was completely losing it. So cool. And yeah, the visuals was just insane. And we started off at 10,000 feet and we wanted to, we we got dropped off actually almost like in Lahaina, like all the way on the other side. And we had to traverse all the way before we enter the actual terrain flight, the line. Wow. And throughout that place, there's no outs. There's no there was like not really making a mistake, you know what I mean? And the helicopter ain't going to come down and pick you up. So like things can get serious real quick, you know, but you think about the end result and that you can actually do it, you know? And it was like, again, you know, all the things that I've been learning about psychology and about myself and like about doing things like kind of like, Came together there, mm-hmm. and that's why you you heard that primal scream of freaking yeah. what? You know what I mean? Like just it like it was
0: it was you, bro. It
1: was me losing it. You know yeah. what I mean? And you know, crying. I mean, I was yeah. like, you know, those are the moments we all live for. You know, yeah, and, absolutely. And um and yeah, and that came together. I mean, we're landing. We're just we we got to do two flights. We packed our stuff real quick Sick. and. But then we got ratted out on the second flight and got stopped by the the, the DLNR on our way. When we were hiking right. out, it was all done, and I had to go through a court thing. And what's and, next,
0: Haleakala? <laughs> there's so much, <laughs> really.
1: But uh, that whole yeah, I blown mean,
0: outside of the mountain would be insane, huh? Oh, there's there's
1: there's endless. You know, it's like there's so many places to to fly and stuff yeah. like that. Well, I know and, you.
0: I know you got to get going here. I know you got stuff to do. Yeah, I got stuff to do. I, I would could, actually love I could, to keep talking. to I you. I could talk to you all day long, dude. You're <laughs> one of the most interesting guys I've ever met. Um, I've got an idea for one of your next ones. Uh, maybe like an F-14 fighter jet, where you get ejected. You hit the eject button, right? <laughs> yeah, and then down into a wingsuit. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. Shit. Would that be? <laughs> It's total opposites. You get boom, launched up, and then all right, here we go. Let's do it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that is actually possible, probably at some point. Yeah, you know? that'd be rad. Yeah, you know, there's there's so many like different different stunts. Just give me credit
0: if that works out.
1: Absolutely, that's yeah. awesome, dude. There's so many different things to do. It's like uh, unbelievable. We live in a world of infinite possibilities. That's like more and more I'm like learning about that. It's like, yeah. I mean, think about how the frick do this light bulb and internet work? Like, I don't get it. Do you get it? I mean, not really, but it happens, you know? And so it's like we can really make so much stuff happens. If we really have the vision in our head and, and we feel it, the emotions of actually that happening... Next thing you know, it's, it's happening, you know what I yeah. mean? And, and it happens like that, you know. A lot of times it happens, and did that, bro, did I just do that? And, right. What? And right. I started losing it, you know, and it's was like, I wonder if I can do this. I wonder if I can do this, you know, yeah. exactly. And so, yeah, the future is bright. There's so much to do. And uh, nice. I was awesome. Like, thank you so much for this. You're welcome. Well,
0: I got one last question um, outer space. You know, do you believe there's life on other planets? Aliens? I always ask people. I'm curious. I I love to know what people think.
1: That's a that's a beautiful, great question to ask. I really don't know.
0: Back in this tiny
1: universe, I'm sure there is. I don't think about it too much. Universe. I don't think about it too much. If I have to be honest, like I'm thinking about the next, you know, sixty years that I'm going to be here, and what Mm -hmm, can I contribute to to that? Yeah. But um. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there's something else out there. Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? There's definitely something else out there. Yeah. But um, I know I want to be here for another <laughs> 60 years and like 70 years and enjoy the time here. And then uh, yeah, one day I would like to go to space just to check it out out yeah, there. space you know? travel, man.
0: I'm sure they're going to be able. I'm sure they're totally
1: going sure to be able to start doing those little space tours. You know, and just yeah. go check it out.
0: You plan on uh, ever trying one of those jet packs? The, um, the like yeah it's fred, like a wingsuit but it's a yeah, that's pad. fred and
1: vince that's they came over here there's, oh, okay there's only two people that are doing that right now yeah, and it's fred and vince crazy and that is yeah that's that's like the next level the next thing you know is like but they're also there's different like that's obviously Frick, you you're flying for a long time going up and down and around and, right. and you're flying with airplanes next to airplanes so <laughs> that's insane but that also requires a lot of money and gas and stuff sure. like that that it's also like i love it and it's insane and for sure i'm gonna want to do it but i'm not like i know that that's amazing but you i'm gotta have, super stoked with just wingsuit flying and yeah. hiking up the mountain and getting to fly my body like that
0: gotta have good sponsors
1: yeah i mean uh, they're the only two people they came over here and showed me a bunch of different clips and where they're taking it right now they're actually this summer they're going to be base jumping those things and yeah terrain flying going up the mountain so, I mean, the the level of things are just getting continuously, you know, pushed. And for that to, in order to do that, you got to really dedicate so much time to that mm-hmm. that I wouldn't be able to do all the other things that I want to do. Sure. So, you got to also be real with who you are and what you're doing. You know what I mean? And sure. Fred and Vince, they've dedicated their whole life to skydiving and flying their body. And right. that's why they're at another level from everybody else, you yeah. know? And 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 are they deserve to be in that position of of being the only people that can do that, you know, because it really requires a lot to mm-hmm. to get to fly uh, with jet engines on your body, you yeah. know what I mean? And you know things like. Well, the, I
0: think you're gonna be there, bro.
1: I think uh, one day. I'll, the yeah. there we're really good friends, and uh, Vince is actually
0: they're is really into to like, All right, come on. Come <laughs> so on.
1: Hopefully, you know, I'm putting it out there. I definitely want to yeah. do it you know, whatever time I, sponsors, I got, I got 20 years in front of me, 30 years <laughs> I can do it. So it's going to happen at some point.
0: Now, do you want to thank any sponsors? Yes. Big shout out.
1: Yeah. I want to give a, a big shout out to, uh, to fusion fit to Isaac has been, you mm-hmm. know, he's been my trainer. He's been following me for 10 years. And, um, and that's really, you know, that means a lot to me and the time that we've spent together. And, uh, Wayman Hawaii has been following me for eight years mm-hmm. and, uh, Been able to travel so much and uh, they make some amazing gear and then yeah, I mean the kind have have supported me with 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 their harnesses and their straps and all their gear for since I can remember and uh, I just signed with Sticky Sound, uh, which they make this waterproof speaker. It's yeah, uh, yeah. pretty pretty awesome. It's like a new new thing. Not to always have your headphones on, because actually when I go right. when I go biking or, or running, I want
0: to also like be you able can put to. put it like right on your handlebars. Put or, it on your handlebar. Yeah. Put it
1: on your belt. You know, it's actually nice to hear the outside and also have some music. So it's it's they they just started and yeah. uh, the, the future looks pretty awesome for them. And I just just actually signed with Mystic which uh, they're in a new accessory uh, and they're, you know, we'll see where uh, we just started and it's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's some big, big things ahead. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I want to thank my family and my friends that really make for all sure. this happen, you know,
0: for sure, and, uh, uh, life right. is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, where can we find you at? You know, social media wise, There's you have my, a website?
1: Yes, I do have a website, nicoloporcella.com Okay. Uh, and that's my website. Then I have nicoloporcella underscore Porcella is my Instagram. Okay. And yeah, my Facebook, niccolo I have my
0: athlete page and my personal page. Cool. And then I'll have links for all of your stuff on my website and then also on my social media as well. too And dude, Awesome. Yeah. You are awesome. <laughs> thanks, man. I'm, yeah. I'm so stoked to have you on here. and That's awesome. Uh, super stoked. Big high five. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, brother. That's well, thanks awesome. again for being on the show. And uh, and uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, you guys are all awesome. And until next week. All right. Ahuyo. Yeah. That was insane. Thanks for being on the show. I'm so excited to see where you're flying next. But speaking of flying next... You know, this show can't happen without the help from our sponsors. And, you know, I want to, I want to talk about my friends at Original Nutritionals. You're, these guys aren't your regular meathead supplement brand. It's just pure basic and essential food and supplements to support what they call a clean athlete lifestyle. My buddy Logan founded the company with a food first approach, working with average men and women like you and I to the best action sports stars on the planet and team sport athletes in the world. These guys know how to do it right. Head over to nutritionals.com and grab what you need. For listening, all you need to enter is Do's Nose at checkout and get 15% off. That's 15% off with Doznos Nose at checkout. Also, if you're ever in Venice Beach, go down and see Logan's other venture, which is Deuce Gym. These guys have the best gym in town. Um, you know, it's, they do everything. There's, they, will cater your workout to you. Um, whether you're into strength training, cardio, uh, you know, ultra strong man stuff, CrossFit, whatever it is, they've got it for you. Whether you're eight or 80, these guys will work with you and help you get fit and healthy. Thanks, Logan. You're the bomb. I love you, brother. Um, my friends at Hurley. Bob Hurley, known him for a long time. Remember when he started the brand back in 99? Oh my gosh, it's been around for a long time. At that time, surfing was all about being cooler than the other guy, man, and keeping it exclusive as possible. With the launch of Hurley, Bob changed the perception of what surfing can be. For him, it was all about positivity and inclusiveness, making the absolute best product and empowering the next generation. Fast forward to today, and his vision has never been more relevant. Hurley makes the best board shorts on the planet, damn it, hands down. No way pens or buts. But there's so much more to the brand, from their partnership with Nike to their work on clean drinking water. And, you know, plus they have some of the best surf stars on the planet, John John Florence, Connor Coffin, Chris Amore. The list goes on and 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 on. Hurley is a brand of now and tomorrow for surfers and anyone else interested in getting in the water or in the snow, whatever it is, check them out, Hurley.com. GoPro, those little tiny cameras that we put on our boards, on our heads, on our (laughs) wingsuits, whatever it is, GoPro is transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves engaged in their sport. GoPro has become a standard for how people capture themselves engaged in their interest, whatever it may be, from extreme to mainstream, professional to consumer, GoPro enables the world to capture and share its passion in the form of immersive and engaging content. For more information, go to GoPro.com or connect on social media with YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Um, You guys all know I'm a big fan of the ocean. That's why I picked the Big Island to be my home because of its amazing waters. They're so beautiful, super clear. If you're planning to come to where I live in my backyard on the Big Island, I know where you should go first, and that would be Kona Boys. They've been serving up gear for island life in aloha since 1996. They're the one-stop shop for Ocean Fun, operates a legit selection, of local-style activities, including including historical va'a rides, paddleboard tours, and lessons. And they're one of the only companies permitted to do kayak tours in Kalakekua Bay. So if you need to rent boards, boogies, bikes, other beach goodies, Kona Boys is your spot. Go see Frank and Brock. They have two locations, one down in Captain Cook, and then one right at the King Kamehameha Beach Hotel, Right on the beach, Kamakahonu Bay, right at the pier where the cruise ships come in. Go grab me some paddle boards right there. Just for for uh, listening, all you got to do is just go in there and say, Hey, I heard this on Toe's Nose. And he said, I get 15% off. 15% off. Yep. So just say, Doe's Nose, 15% off. Give it to me, bro. I want it. Yep. And they'll hook you up. Go to Coffee and Tea. It's where I go and get my morning crack on every single morning. The most beautiful girls on the planet, or at least on the Big Island, are at that shop right there. They're working. They greet me with a smile. They give me my coffee. I I don't even have to wait in the line. I guess I'm kind of special, you know. But I I don't even wait in line. They see me. They have it ready. And they've got all kinds of good poo-poos in there, morning poo-poos and... You know, the vibe is really, really cool in there. The coffee's the best. It's grown up on the slopes of Hualalai Mountain and brought down to you every single day, fresh, roasted, ready to go, in your mouth. Yes, it's such good stuff. I love it. Kona Coffee and Tea. Also from Maverick Sport Fishing, where they specialize in half-day, three-quarter-day, full-day, and overnight charters. They include top-of-the-line tackle bait and fuel, you guys want to go out there and catch that 1,000-pound marlin? <laughs> this is where you're going to do it, right here in Kona. They have marlin tours, tuna, dorado, uh, which is ono, um, ahi, uh, everything you can think of. Well, they've got it all. Maverick sport fishing. Um, I'm sure they'll probably give you a discount, too, if you say you heard it on Doe's Nose. Uh, for more information or reservations, call Captain Trevor Child at 808 896 Seven nine eight five, or check them out online at com and go for the fishing trip of your life. Thanks everyone for joining in on this episode. I can't wait for you all to come back next week, hear what I have to say and what my guests have to say. It's going to be a good one. So until then, hooey ho! Everybody knows those. Knows. Everybody knows those. Everybody knows those. And if you don't know, now you know. Those. Everybody knows those. Knows. Everybody knows those.